They said it wouldn't last, and they said that you can't drive profitable and incremental revenue through the affiliate channel. But here we are, 20 years later, and the affiliate channel is alive and kicking and generating profitable revenue for thousands of retailers across the globe. Hi, I am Jamie Birch, your host of the Profitable Performance Marketing Podcast, where we talk to some of the industry's best and brightest about their careers, about leadership, and about how to drive profitable revenue through the affiliate channel. Hey, this is Jamie Birch with the Profitable Performance Marketing Podcast. Today, we have a great guest, Renee Silverman, the owner at Irv's Luggage, a brand and a company that's been around since 1947. So Renee and I talk about a lot of things, but before we go into introing this podcast, I want to let you know of a service that we have at jebcommerce.com. It is called our Strategy Roadmap. So if you want to go check this out, uh, go to jebco.de slash strategy. So that's jebco.de slash strategy. And this Strategy Roadmap is a full audit of your entire program, everything you're doing with your affiliate program right now. Uh, And we look and provide recommendations and the strategy guidelines for your current affiliate network setup, a network evaluation. We look at your returned order uh, process setup, uh, make sure you're you're not paying commissions on orders that were returned. Uh, We do a full gap analysis of your program versus all of our affiliates that we have in all of our programs. Uh, We look at your activation and recruitment strategies, your competition, uh, and dive into compliance, your product feed, uh, any other sort of uh, consumer promotions, tech setup, things like that. So if you'd like your free 15-minute call to talk about the JEB uh, strategy roadmap and see if that's right for you, just go to uh, jebco.de slash strategy, and I will include a link in our show notes as well. So let's move on to my conversation with Renee. Uh, This was fantastic. Renee and I have known each other for a long time. Uh, She's been in the industry for as long as I have in 1999. So we go into the history of Irv's luggage and her career path and uh, how it spanned uh, multiple seismic shifts in our industry, including the current uh, change to travel uh, during COVID. And we definitely go into discussions on how things have uh, changed during COVID. And she laid down some really great strategies and some ways of thinking and what they're doing uh, to hang on. So we talk about pivoting. uh, We talk about content being king. And she gives some few things that really make a difference. And you can go find them at IrvsLuggage.com and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is Irv's Luggage. So I hope you really enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Why don't we just jump right into my chat with Renee Silverman. Hello, Renee. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm excited to chat with you uh, after many, many years, I think, of not, uh, not really doing that. So welcome to the Profitable Performance Marketing Podcast. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity to be on the podcast with you. It's been nice reconnecting after so many years. It has, it has, and and I think we we first connected while you were at Irv's, and you you probably got an email from myself or uh, my sales team uh, trying to uh, have you become a client of ours, and then we just kind of kept in touch after that. Uh, and so much has changed. But before we get into you know one of the reasons I wanted to invite you on this podcast is is your. Uh, tenure in the travel space. Uh, And right now that is one of the most uh, impacted 
sectors with what's going on in in, uh, in the world right now. So definitely wanted to get your views and perspective and and things like that. But before we dive into that, why don't you give our listeners a background on on who Rene is and and how you got started in the travel sector? Sure, I'd be happy to. Um... Yeah, I mean, it goes back a few years because Irv's Luggage started as a family-owned business, you know, when my dad bought his first store back in 1947. So, you know, it goes back a long way. It was then called Progressive Trunk and Bag. So, you know, basically I followed my dad and my two brothers into the travel industry, you know, for the first time in the late 80s. And then I left to, you know, have my family and I came back to work in 1999 after my kids were born. So, you know, things changed actually quite a bit from the late 80s to the late 90s. And, you know, when I came back to work in 1999 in a marketing capacity, it was really on the cusp of a very changing retail world, you know, and it was about to change in ways we couldn't really imagine at the time. You know, um, just backing up through the 90s, my brothers had built, you know, a formidable company. There were 13 brick and mortar stores. And in 1999, they had just added a website. So we had this URL, but really no e-commerce business. So the timing was such that I came back. There was this new thing, you know, called the internet and e-commerce. So that really became my focus was this new and emerging internet. You know, I wasn't at the time, you know, I wasn't particularly knowledgeable about the internet and I really wasn't that computer savvy, but, you know, I took the challenge and I dove into this this whole new world. You know, I really set out at that time to learn everything I could about the internet, e-commerce, how to build a web presence and how that could work, you know, for retail business. So, you know, I went to conferences, I met with internet entrepreneurs, I read a lot and I, you know, slowly learned all the different ways there were to do business online, you know. So including um, at that time, the shopping networks were were big, BizRate mm-hmm. and Google Shopping, and there were, uh, and I know you've been there all this time as well. So the PPC platforms like Overture and GoTo, um, and oh, then yeah. I I became involved in the affiliate channel pretty early in the 2000s through Commission Junction and um, you know other platforms, eBay, and then of course Amazon. So, you know, I learned a lot about building a solid website. I worked, you know, over the years with developers, you know, through several iterations of our website and, you know, just, it it kind of blossomed and grew and, you know, as, as the internet was really um, just becoming such a huge part of, of commerce and retail. So, you know, also like during this time, so then, you know, progressing through the 2000s, I started, you know, a company uh, Facebook page, so Herbs Luggage Facebook page, and I followed, you know, with other social media platforms after that with Twitter. And, you know, I started a travel blog, which I actually still have to this day, um, because, you know, one of the very early, you know, so many things have changed about the internet, but one of the very earliest things that I learned was that content is king and original content is one of the most valuable things you can add to your website. So, you know, I did that, you know, all those years ago, and I still continue to add to that blog even today. Wow. So, you know, yeah, so it's it's been really an interesting journey, you know, and, and as the years passed, you know, we began to do more business online and less business in stores, you know, it became hard for the retail stores to compete with online. You know, it became, you know, um, 
very transactional, you know, the lowest price, the quickest shipping. And, you know, it became harder for our stores to compete with that. So one by one, our stores, brick and mortar stores closed and the e-commerce side of the business grew. Um, You know, and I, I should add in that one of the things that has remained constant through all this change is one of the things that we offered then and we offer now is, and you can't purchase this online, it's a service, is luggage repair. So that has been something that's been really a constant part of our business. So, you know, way, going way back to the days when I remember that my dad used to do luggage repair in our garage, you know, so we grew wow. to be an authorized luggage repair center with, you know, connections with the airlines and all the major manufacturers. My brothers worked on building those relationships, you know, over the course of, you know, decades, actually. And we had a large repair shop with five repair people and, you know, at, at a certain point, my husband had his own business that closed in 2008, and he came to work for my brothers, and he also had tremendous experience on the luggage repair side of the business. So the relationships that he'd had for several decades, you know, came to, um, and he brought those, you know, when he came to work at Irv's Luggage. So, you know, that piece of the business was important and still is important because it you know, gives us, it, it it does now give us a unique opportunity to first encounter a traveler with a broken bag. They need a handle, they need a wheel, they need something fixed. They may not have purchased the bag from us to begin with, but you know, based on the kind of service that they would get from us, we have the opportunity to turn that person into a future customer. So, you know, I know this is a little bit more than a, just about how I got started in the travel industry, but it was it was such an interesting time. I, I wanted to give you, you know, an idea of that unique timing that. I happen to be part of. Yeah, definitely. It's great to meet another person and to talk with another person that's been in it the same amount of time. 99 is when I started. Right. And uh, all the things you said about what was going on in, in the in, in, in e-commerce and, and just the world is why I got into, uh, into affiliate marketing and, and e-commerce is because it was so different, so, so changing. We really, I, I always felt like, we were creating it as it was happening, or at least, you know, the mm-hmm. first people to discover what was going on. It made it very, very exciting. And, and so, you know, you, you're through that iteration and now, uh, Irv's has made sort of another shift in the last couple of years. Uh, you know, we, you talked to shift from, uh, stores to e-commerce retail to e-commerce. Now you've kind of, uh, gone a different path or maybe back again. So, you know, there's been an interesting path for Irv's over the years. Uh, but I did want to say one thing, it, you know, the short answer to how you got started seems to be it was is in your genes. <laughs> uh, 1947 on, your family was very much in into this uh, market. And, you know, just as, as a funny aside, you know, my husband and I met, he was also in the business um, for, you know, 25 years. His father started his business. And he and I met at a trade show in Vegas. So we just recently, this past March, went to, right before um, everything shut down for COVID, mm-hmm. we went to a travel goods show in New Orleans. And that was the 35th anniversary of the travel goods show that we met at in oh, Vegas. Wow. So it was kind of fun. I mean, it was something, you know, a little bit nostalgic. And actually, the Travel Goods Association interviewed us at the show and published a little story and, you know, just kind of a feel good story that we met 
at that very show 35 years ago. Oh, and there we great. were back. It was a very full circle moment because we were both working for separate companies 35 years ago. And here we are back and we're business partners. And hmm. kind of a neat moment. That's fantastic. Now, yeah. now, Urs has been through a bit of a change and, and renaissance. And, and so tell us, you know, since you, you talked about the transition from stores to e-commerce now, you know, where is Irv's now? What are you leading the company through? You're the owner now. So tell us all about this iteration and, and uh, you know, this, this evolution. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, as the retail world continued to evolve and Amazon became increasingly hard to compete with, you know, the original company ran into difficulty, you know, in that environment where, um, lowest price and immediate delivery were, were the most important parts of the transaction. So, you know, there were so many small businesses just like ours that we just couldn't compete with that, you know, particularly for us, given the oversized nature of luggage, you know, just shipping luggage, you know, free was, there adds a tremendous cost onto the bottom line. So it just became, you know, untenable for us. And, you know, so, so really the way that worked out was that the original company, you know, my brothers made the very painful, difficult decision to, to shut down the company. That's what they did in May of 2018, the original company closed. Wow. So yeah, it was very, um, yeah, it was a really sad time. Um, I can only imagine that had to be very yeah, difficult to do. It was very difficult. You know, you spend a lifetime pouring, you know, everything into a business and it's so much more than a job. It's, it's who you are. And, you know, it was my dad's legacy and my dad, you know, is no longer living, but, you know, it was just very emotional for all of us, but, you know, you know, practicality comes, comes around and my husband and I really weren't in a position to retire. And so at that time, we kind of evaluated the idea of restarting the business as a new business entity buying Earth's luggage name because it does have a lot of, you know, brand awareness in this market. We've been in the Chicago area for 70 plus years. So, you know, it was very respected and the customer following and all that. So we thought, you know, we could do this just with a very different strategy, you know, actually a really simple strategy. So we decided we would open a single store with a very carefully cultivated selection of products, you know, luggage and travel bags, anti-theft bags. We certainly know our products. So we've been in this industry a long time. And, you know, we thought if we could do that with, with that, you know, very carefully selected assortment, offer expert travel advice for business travelers, international travelers, travelers, offer, continue to offer the superior service that we were known for and the luggage repair, you know, we thought, that this could be something that would work. So in other words, really the goal was to be everything that Amazon isn't. So, mm -hmm. you know, there, there was, it was just very, very simple and relatively uncomplicated really. So, you know, but having 18 years e-commerce, you know, experience in my background, I, I knew that we still needed a website, even though, you know, the new strategy really didn't include e-commerce per se, um, I knew they still needed a website. There's there's a lot of value in having a website as a way of validating who we are. Um, you know, it's a way to market to customers via email. You know, they can click on something and shop, you know, shop on the website for that. It's also a place, you know, doing through social media marketing that I could drive customers to. So uh, with a little bit of help from a friend, I 
together a free a WordPress site. So it was a far cry from the custom sites I had been developing over the years for Irv's Luggage, but yeah. you know, really, it was the perfect solution for this new iteration of Irv's Luggage. It's just a simple. And the technology system. has changed dramatically since then too to make to make that uh, a possibility for you. Right. Absolutely. And very easy. I manage it myself. And, you know, WordPress is, I'm sure you know, it's very customizable. I mean, since we've launched two years ago, I've added plugins that have allowed me to, you know, do very specific things that I'd like to do. Um, you know, one of those things that, in fact, I added a plugin for a honeymoon registry. So mm-hmm. that's something I just launched pretty recently. And it's been, um, really kind of an interesting channel to go to go down. I have a few people that have registered and I walk them through, um, you know, what items to add to the registry. And so that's been a really, you know, interesting, you know, plug-in to add to the website. So again, very customizable, which is what I love about it. But, you know, I think also, you know, I felt uniquely positioned with my background to maximize what we had to offer as a brick and mortar retailer. So, you know, the strong digital background has really been um, critical, I think, to what we've been able to accomplish. Um, you know, my skill set allows me to work in multiple channels. I manage the website. I also work in eBay. I have products on Etsy. Um, I use all the social media platforms. I do email. I do some print and all different combinations of things to reach different segments of my market. You know, we do have an older customer, you know, the, the retirees are a big, um, that's a big customer market for us. Their children are grown and they have disposable income and they travel a lot, mm-hmm. but they're not necessarily, a lot of them are on Facebook, but not, they don't shop Facebook the way that maybe the younger generation does. So, you know, we use all different kinds of, um, you know, methods to reach, you know, the, their big email customers. So, you know, all of that, digital background has really come to play um, to push you know this business forward. So anyway, just to kind of get back to where we're at. So with this very simple strategy of a one store and a website, um, we reopened in August of 2018. And 11 months after we reopened, we moved to our current location in Vernon Hills, which really, if this move turned out to be just, you know, the best thing that we could have done and really instrumental in allowing us to realize the potential of the new herbs luggage because Mm -hmm. we were previously, we reopened in the building that had housed our previous warehouse, but it really wasn't a retail setting. It was a very um, isolated industrial area, not a retail quarter at all. Moving to Vernon Hills, we were in a community, like a community surrounded by restaurants and other businesses on a very highly trafficked street. So, you know, it, it allowed us great visibility that we didn't have before. You know, our old customers could find us and it opened up a whole new segment of customers to the north of us. So it's, you know, it's been just a tremendous um, opportunity. I don't even think we could foresee. But I think one of the most interesting things about it is that, as I said earlier, we're five minutes from home. So yeah. the power of being in your own community and being in your own backyard is, you know, has been powerful, <clears throat> you know, because we've just feel the people know us, we feel the support. 
um, you know, when you come into the store, it's, it's personal by design. You know, yeah. you walk into the entrance and you're greeted with floor to ceiling murals of hand-painted iconic travel sites all over the world. There's a photo montage behind the cash wrap that spans the 70 plus years of the company. So I have photos of my dad from the 50s, the 70s, the 90s. Wow. So it's really, you know, it's, it's very personal. And then all around the perimeter of the store, I have travel photos from my family. So my family's travels and my kids' travels and, you know, and the, you know, so I think it, it, it makes it um, very personal. It's our store and you walk in and you kind of know that. Oh, I just think it's, uh, you know, courageous to launch something uh, like this ag- again. And I'm interested to hear, you know, that discussion that, you know, you and your husband had of starting this again, was the, the, uh, the thrust to be what Amazon couldn't be. Did that come up later? Um, that's such a huge decision to make. So how, how did that this discussion go? And, and was it from the beginning on this relaunch to, to do what Amazon can't, um, mm-hmm. tell me more about that. Yeah, no, that was always really fundamental to the strategy from the very beginning. You know, having been so involved myself on the digital side with the Amazon, and I, I was an FBA seller for years, um, I was very aware of, you know, how we had to distinguish ourselves from Amazon, that, you know, we didn't want to be just transactional. We wanted people to have a reason to come into us, to want to be with us. We wanted to be the source of information and also be the place that they could bring their bag if there was a problem. And, you know, luggage is damaged. If not every trip, every other trip, you know, people, um, doesn't matter how, you know, how much you spend on your luggage. I mean, it, it, it gets mishandled and needs attention and, you know, we can handle that. So it was absolutely, um, a fundamental part of the strategy was be what they're not, you know, provide what uh, we didn't want to be just a commodity. We wanted to be a place that people felt good about shopping, that they knew they were going to come not only find the right products at very competitive prices, but get the service and the personal attention that, you know, they could get from a company like ours, where we genuinely care about every single customer, whether they come in to buy, you know, a toiletry kit or they come in to buy, Three pieces of luggage. It doesn't matter to us. We we're just happy that someone comes in and wants to shop, you know, in our in our place of business. That's fantastic. I've seen a lot of people in order to compete with Amazon to try to be Amazon and, and be better at what Amazon is really good. But this strategy is is the opposite. And and you know, I salute you guys for it. So, so you know, be what Amazon can't. Do you think that you know, is that a trend we're going to see, you know, do you think that's going to happen in other areas as well? You know, as we're seeing the retail uh, apocalypse happen and and you're Mm -hmm. kind of bucking this whole trend. Do you see that happening more and more? Well, I, I do. And I, and I think we're at a really unique time in the world, you know, with regard to, to Amazon, you know, everyone uses it for something. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think also we, we, we've, I feel that we've reached a point where, you know, people realize that their communities have lost small businesses to, to Amazon. And, you know, 
I think that as a result, people genuinely want to support the small businesses in their communities because they realize that unless they do, those businesses will be gone. And so many businesses are gone. So we've actually really experienced that phenomenon. I mean, we are, you know, almost on a daily basis, humbled and, and grateful for the support we feel in our community for Herb's Luggage. You know, um, I mean, there, I could say there isn't a day that goes by that someone we know personally doesn't stop in either to make a purchase or just to say hi, see how we're doing. People really want us to succeed. We, we feel that. And it's, it's amazing. It's powerful and it's amazing. So I do feel, and I think particularly during this COVID time when there's been so much local support for small businesses, um, restaurants and carry out, people realize that if they don't support the businesses in their communities, those businesses will not survive. You know, as we're talking, I, I'm being hit with, uh, uh, you know, the, the concept of, or, or the memory of, you know, Main Street. And, you know, knowing uh, your pharmacist, knowing uh, mm -hmm. your mechanic, knowing all the uh, shop uh, owners and and uh, we we live in a small community here. So I always consider those people part of my team, you know, of being right. successful in, in my life is is the person who cuts my hair, the person who takes care of my car. And and, uh, you know, we've seen such a drastic shift away from that, I think, starting uh, you know, with how Walmart would come into a community and, and the big box stores and now Amazon really hounding that it, it is, mm -hmm. it's great to hear the success story. And, and for those who are listening and, and looking on how to pivot and how to deal with Amazon, I think that's a really big thing to highlight here is, you know, be what they aren't. Because uh, what you're doing, Renee, at, at Irv's and you're in your store is something they are not able to do. There's no way for them to do it. They can't do it at scale. They're not going to try. Right. Exactly. And, and we know that and we hear it all the time because we do get people that will come in with a piece of luggage that they bought on Amazon 60 days ago. You know, after 30 days, it doesn't, they won't take anything back. You, you, there's no one you can talk to. They're not going to help you. They're not there yeah. for you. You know, first, anyone that buys something from us, they know we're going to be there for them after the sale. We're going to take care of them. We're going to repair the the bag. And we're going to do everything we can to support the customer, you know, while they're traveling. So there's so many things that we can do and that we do, you know, on a daily basis for our customers because we can. You know, yeah. that's, that's what we want to be. That's fantastic. I love to hear the success story. Now you talked about COVID and how that's mm -hmm. kind of changed. And that's definitely one thing I wanted to talk about. Mm -hmm. What have you seen change with your business, change with consumers, change mm -hmm. within the travel uh, industry from your perspective because of COVID? Yeah. So, you know, this has been, you know, especially difficult for us. Um, you know, we've, are directly impacted by COVID-19 for the most obvious reason in that, you know, no one's traveling. So business travel's been replaced by Zoom. International travel's been severely restricted. And, you know, while it has relaxed in recent weeks, you know, it's still difficult to travel, you know, with states, different states and countries requiring pre-travel COVID testing, some quarantining upon arrival, it's complicated and people are still afraid. You know, I did actually read this morning that the C CDC lifted the 14-day mandatory quarantine after travel. So, you know, every day it's changing. 
you know, we're just yeah. trying to yeah. stay on top of that and, you know, to be um, just to be aware of, of, of the changes as they're occurring. I also just read another article that, you know, it was a little sobering that talked about the you know, United States lost about $31 million in tourism revenue to the U.S. the first four months of this year, you know, followed by Spain and France and Thailand. So it's, it's really a frightening time for the travel industry. But there's, you know, another thing that we know is that people not only love to travel, but there are people live to travel. Yeah. You know, many people, and I include myself in that group, are are thinking of their next destination while they're on their current trip. You know, it's just, yeah. where, where can I go next? There's a thirst to see the world. So, you know, everyone that had travel plans this year that canceled them, you know, those people are rescheduling. I'm connected to quite a few travel agents in the area. And, you know, they're all telling me people are rebooking. You know, people are very hopeful that this is going to be behind them. And, you know, they're rebooking for 2021. So, you know, we know that the travel industry is going to bounce back. We feel it. We, we know it. We, we just don't know exactly when that will be. You know, it's a fluid situation. And, you know, any major shift is likely to come with a vaccine. And so for now, you know, really my primary goal has been just stay connected to our customers. And how, how do you primarily do that? Yeah. So, you know, it's been, you know, we talk about, you talked earlier about pivoting and, you know, that's really, you know, what we've done, you know, so in an effort to stay relevant, you know, I can't be out there talking about, you know, the best luggage to take, you know, on a safari to Africa. I mean, it's not relevant. So yeah. we've, we've pivoted to, you know, home health and travel health and safety items. So, you know, in, in fact, one of the one of the first things I did on the, on the website a few months ago was create a new category called travel health, but it's also travel and home health. So it's a lot of research on products that can be used not only now, but also in the future when, when we're traveling again. So, you know, here's an example. So everyone is selling masks. I mean, you can go into any store, you know, any of the major chains, everyone's selling masks, mm-hmm. but I found a mask that is technically superior to other masks on the market. So it's not inexpensive. So it's, it's you know, you're going to pay a little bit for it. But, you know, it's been a really important discovery because, you know, this mask is ideal for anyone that has to wear a mask for a long period of time. So teachers, um, restaurant workers. Um, I, in fact, I was eating at a restaurant, this is a few months ago, and was talking to the um, the restaurant owners, and they were talking about how difficult it is to wear their mask. They can't take the masks off. I said, you know, I have something I think you would like. Come in and see this mask. So she came in and, and purchased this mask that I'm talking about, and her husband wore it the next day. And two days later, she came back and bought 13 for the rest of her weight staff. So, you know, this this has been a terrific item and, and kind of a nice niche. So it's also been an ideal mask for anyone with a medical issue that makes it difficult to breathe in most other masks. We have a very close friend that has a lung condition and this is the only mask he can breathe in. And, and the other part of it is that it's, it, this, the protection it provides is really superior. It's got silver ions, it's got, you know, filter layers. It's just, you know, it's really like the Tesla of masks, I call it. So I've been selling these and, you know, I've been contacting teachers and schools and um, senior centers 
in my area pretty extensively, and I've sold dozens and dozens of these masks. And really, to a person, people have told me that it's the best, most comfortable mask they own by far. So that's been like a nice little niche for us, you know, and, and it's something that can be utilized in multiple, in so many different settings. Anybody, as I said, that's wearing it for a long period of time. So that's been one thing, but there, there are other things, you know, I um, came across a great item. It's a UV sanitizing box. So it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a, it's a high quality item sanitizes any small items that, you know, you are high touch items like your phone, your keys and all those types of items. Again, I've connected with area schools. I thought this would be a perfect item for nurses' offices, um, for you know other settings um, like in healthcare settings. So, and I tried, and I know that you know a lot of these the schools particularly don't have a lot of money to spend on this. So I'm working really closely with them on the pricing and providing the largest discount that I can. Um, extend, you know, trying to make it as affordable as possible. But, you know, the other ways that I've pivoted, I, I've really, here's another a few examples. I brought in this beautiful shawl. It's a lightweight, beautiful fabric shawl, and it's treated with insect shield. So it's a, it's a perfect summer item, you know, wrap yourself up in this, everyone's sitting outside, you know, in backyards and, you know, at restaurants and so forth outside. So it was really a perfect item. I reordered that shawl three times. So, you know, I'm selling barware, sport bottles, waterproof backpacks for the beach, um, really cute rain ponchos. They're packable, but they're really great for every day. So all these different categories um, have proven to be really successful. I've reordered most of these, you know, multiple times. Every time I get something new in, I make a video, I post it on all my business, social media platforms um, with the tagline that Irv's luggage is so much more than luggage. That's been my quarantine COVID tagline that, you know, we're so much more, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's just so it's really, and people have come in and really been enthusiastic about purchasing these items. Um, I try to make, you know, good, careful decisions. And um, so far, it's really, you know, it's really been, it's really been working. I mean, it's not luggage. So long-term, it's not truly sustainable for the business, but, you know, we're holding on, we're staying connected to people. Um, I think people will start to think of us as more than just luggage. Uh, and that's going to be a win down the road too. You know, and the one thing I, I get from both our conversations uh, today and, and then the prep call, you know, when when COVID happened, I saw uh, advertisers really go one of three ways, uh, complete uh, panic and close everything and just panic, uh, deer in the headlights, I don't know what's going on, I can't make any decisions right now and, and really not do anything. But then the third type and the third category was just a methodical approach, something very stoic of, well, here's where we're at. We, here's where we are. Here's the situation. Uh, what can I control? What can I do? What decisions do I need to be made? Do I need to make? And it, it sounds the general vibe and energy I get from you is very much that of, of calm and cool that I really admire. Now in that, in that time, 
were was there panic as you made these decisions to to pivot in product? Uh, I know you you told me earlier about some charity things that you're doing, um, and you know to stay connected with your audience. You you sound like you're you're you just were methodical. This is the reality. I'm gonna now. How do I adapt? You know, was it that sort of energy when this was all going down? Because I can tell you there was a couple days of pure panic on my end. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, for sure, you know, I think there was at the beginning of this, of course, there was so much uncertainty around, you know, what was happening. But as the situation, you know, continued to unfold in the spring, you know, it became clear that we had to really figure out how to stay relevant. And, you know, again, you know, we had just moved to this location last summer. So I really felt like we, we hadn't had the opportunity to really expand the breadth of the categories that we were carrying, but it had always been my intention because we were in such a great location now that we, you know, we had the capacity to sell gift items that we weren't able to sell in the previous location. So all these ideas rolling around in my head for a long time and had just frankly been so busy from the minute we opened our doors last August that I just hadn't, you know, with networking and, and our, thank God our business was, you know, just really so solid from the really very beginning that I just hadn't had time to pursue all these sort of tangents um, in different categories. But then this period allowed me to do exactly that. So it had always been my intention to expand our categories beyond just purely travel items, I think that we can do a great gift business with carefully chosen gift, you know, gift category items. So this just allowed me to really do that for a practical purpose. Now we weren't selling, we're not selling luggage. So this is the opportunity right now to test out some of these categories. And it's been really exciting to be honest, you know, it's been exciting to see what people are interested in and you know, finding places in the store for these new items. It's, it's actually been, been fun and interesting, fun doing the, the videos that I've been posting. So I'm really enjoying it and I have more to come. You know, I have other ideas I'm exploring and, you know, it's kind of exciting. I mean, we, we, we live for the travel business to come back. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, it, yeah, yeah. You know, but it, but it, is, um, it is fun and exciting to explore, you know, different opportunities in different categories and channels. It sounds like, you know, if I can distill what you're talking about, it's right now it's about holding on, you know, got to get through to when travel comes back, however that happens, stay connected to your audience and your customers and stay relevant. So adapt exactly. and pivot how you need to, to stay relevant. Exactly. Exactly. And I think, you know, that's the really, you know, sometimes challenging part is, you know, getting the message out there and having the right tone. I think tone was very important throughout all of this, you know, particularly mm -hmm. in the beginning, um, you know, the messaging had to be careful and, you know, thoughtful and sensitive. And so I, I think that was all part of it. And you actually mentioned something that um, we had talked a little bit about, I think in our, our prep call, which was the, the, um, the charities, you know, the charity work that, that we do. Yeah. Expl tell, tell us more. Yeah. So, you know, when we moved to Vernon Hills, you know, being in a community, it was, it was really important for me to establish 
you know, some charitable cause to be connected to, you know, I mean, the first thing is, is, is that anyone who comes in my store and asks for a donation for their particular cause, I, I never say no. I, I never say no. I'm always, you know, happy to support the community in any way that I can. But I wanted to be really affiliated with something deeper and more meaningful. And I was having a conversation with someone talking about exactly this. And, and he said, oh, you should meet my friends so-and-so. They organized this nonprofit called Luggage for Freedom. And as soon as I heard the name of it, I thought, well, that sounds like that could be the, something perfect for me. Yeah. And it, it turned out to be, you know, just an amazing connection. So I, I connected with, with the two women that started Luggage for Freedom about 16 or 17 years ago. And they're just two working women, moms in the community, and they started to collect um, used luggage. And throughout the year, they would collect. And then once a year in October during Domestic Violence Awareness Month, they would have a packing event where they packed the luggage with new sheets, new towels, toiletries, and then the luggage would be distributed to area shelters for women. And I thought, oh my gosh, you know, as a woman-owned business and as a female, I mean, you know, I'm always interested in any way that I can help pull women up and help lift women up. And it was just a perfect fit. So from the very beginning, I set up the area in the very front of the store. Um, it's literally when you walk in the door, you will see a trunk and inside the trunk are sheets, towels, there's luggage up in that corner um, because it was important for me to make it very apparent we collect, you know, use luggage throughout the year. Um, and then, you know, so it was something I did a lot of advertising about, in the, you know, for the first six months. It's at the point now where people just know that they can pull up, back up their car unload the luggage. They don't have to come into the store. They don't have to interact with us if they choose not to. I wanted to make the donation part really authentic and really easy. And I would mm -hmm. say since we've been working on this initiative, we've donated, I'm going to guess, between three and 400 pieces of luggage. Wow. And in addition to that, um, people drop off sheets and towels and they have to be new and people will stop at, you know, especially during the Christmas season, I was very vocal on Facebook about, you know, the next time you're in Target or Walmart or wherever, just grab two towels and drop them off in our trunk. And people did it. I mean, people were remarkably, you know, just so generous and so, you know, um, willing to help. I think people like to be connected to something that's good. And um, we tried to be that, you know, conduit to, to to something good. And it's been an honor to really be connected to it. So that's, you know, been something that I'm, I'm proud to be part of and, you know, just happy to be, to be part of it. It's an amazing effort. That's awesome. Now is, is there a URL if our listeners wanted to learn more about luggage for freedom? Do you know of? That's a really good question. Um, I tried searching while we were talking. I know. I yeah. I, you know, anything. it's really interesting you say that. No, I really will. I'll post something on the website Great. on my personal Facebook page and on the herbs luggage Facebook page. But I think that's a great, that's a great point. I, I will definitely put, um, it's easy to create a page for luggage for freedom, just to explain what we do and, 
how people can donate. Yeah, that'd be great because uh, it, it sounds like an amazing cause, uh, amazing cause and definitely, yes. uh, you know, something uh, that uh, fantastic that you guys are doing, uh, but also in line with that strategy of stay connected and, and right. uh, you know, something that I, if, if you told me that's what they do and I didn't know you were involved, I would tell them they should call you. Right. <laughs> that that right. is right. a perfect fit. Now, um, you know, one more question on kind of COVID and travel. What are you looking at? Like, what are the tea leaves you read to see how things are going? You know, you mentioned some news articles before, but what are you looking at to see and to plan for the rebound to, to see when it's going to happen and, and what you, you should be doing as a business owner? Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, I'm very connected to so many different travel sites to travel advisors to, you know, CDC, um, the CDC website. I'm always on the CDC website. So I'm, I feel like I have my finger on the pulse of, of what's happening with travel, but, you know, we also really listen to our customers. I mean, we talk to people that are coming in and, you know, listen, there aren't nearly as many people coming into the store as, as we would normally have, but, you know, I think something that I mentioned earlier is that, you know, people not only love to travel, people live to travel. I mean, there's just, you know, so much information out there for travelers, how to travel on a budget, traveling solo, you know, all the travel bloggers that exist. People are just waiting, I think, for potentially for a vaccine, for some, you know, signal that that may indicate that it's safe to travel. I think people are just a little bit afraid still. And the reality is that there are still a lot of countries that you can't travel to. So there's just a lot of restrictions, you know, for good reason. So I think there's just a lot of things that we have to continue to watch for on a daily basis, weekly basis, you know, for the restrictions to drop, for for cases to to drop, potentially for a vaccine, you know, would be would be obviously the, the best solution. Um, and I just don't think people are quite ready to to get on a plane. Um, there's you know, there's no cruising until um september or october so there's just it's everything's still on hold you know but i i think i think when people do travel again i do think that there's it's going to be different i don't think it's ever going to be the way it was before i think people will be will be traveling cautiously for a long time to come so i think that when people are ready to travel we're going to still they're going to still look to us to provide the safety items that we're, we're looking at now, you know, which is mm-hmm. means that we're going to continue, I think, to sell the UV sanitizers. We're going to sell the tray table covers, the headrest covers for the airplanes, um, hand sanitizer, packing cubes are a great way to keep your stuff out of, you know, a drawer when you're, you're traveling somewhere. So I think that we're going to continue to put an emphasis on traveling healthy and safely and, you know, we'll have to be prepared to continue to provide the right types of safety items for, for people as they begin to venture out again. It really a whole new category of travel whole, health, yeah. a whole new category. Yeah, um, it really is. And there's, there's companies that are always innovating. You know, we have some travel accessory companies that are, that are, they're always innovating. I mean, there's one company that's coming out with, I think we're getting them in the next month, these pou- antimicrobial pouches. 
So you can put your phone or any small items in these antimicrobial pouches to kill the germs. There's antimicrobial mm. cloths that you can wipe things you know, down with your high touch items. So the companies are always innovating too. So we're just, you know, looking for all the items that we think will make a difference to people when they start to travel. Awesome. And, you know, times like these breed innovation. And, and again, I love the strategy of holding on, stay connected and stay relevant. Right. Um, and, and, and Renee, we've burned through all my questions. Thank you so much. Oh, um, yeah. Some of the, the things that I learned is, is, and, and just from listening to you, you know, uh, how you approach these times, you know, is really, really important. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, pivoting uh, is important. And really, you said a couple of times, listening to the customers um, right. is, is so important. So I think this has been a fantastic time. Uh, thank you so much. Now, if someone wants to get a hold of you or go to the site, why don't you give us all the, the socials and websites so that they can get there? Yeah. So the website is IrvsLuggage.com, I-R-V-S Luggage.com. Facebook is you know, Irv's Luggage. Our Instagram handle is at, at Irv's Luggage. And Twitter is also at Irv's Luggage, hashtag Irv's Luggage. So easy to find us. And you know I can be reached at Renee S at IrvsLuggage.com. That's my email. And I would love to hear from anybody out there with any questions about travel or you know, marketing during this, you know, crazy time. Awesome. Well, Renee, thank you so much. I really appreciated this time. Uh, Best of luck with this new iteration of Irv's and hopefully uh, the, these things will uh, pass uh, as quickly as they can. And we can all get back to traveling, which is something I I personally, uh, we have gone back and forth with scheduling a trip yet. We want right. to get out of our area so badly. <laughs> right, right. And that's, I think everyone's struggling with that. So, you know, there's, you know, if you, if you decide to go, there's definitely items that we have that can keep you safe and healthy. And, you know, that's what we're telling people when your comfort level's there. We're ready. We're ready when you are. That's been another mantra of ours. Is we're, we're ready. Awesome. When you are. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Renee. Thank you so much. So first off, a big thank you to Renee for joining me for this conversation. Really appreciate it. And wow, there was a ton of stuff in there. Talk about a long running family business. Love it. You know, some of the things that I grabbed from that and one of the key things that I think we can look at, especially in the age of Amazon and, you know, many people, many advertisers are trying to figure out how to compete with Amazon. Uh, A lot of people are trying to be Amazon. And seeing what Renee has done with, uh, and her husband have done with Irv's luggage of, you know, let's be everything that Amazon can't. And then seeing that succeed, and then even seeing it succeed through a pandemic and the retail apocalypse. That really spoke volumes to me about how you handle big competitive juggernauts that come into the space. One of the things that she also said that I think it's really good to know is if you're a travel brand or a travel affiliate and you're trying to figure out what to do right now. And the first one is you got to hold on. So you got to figure out your way of getting through this. At some point, like Renee said many times, we're going to come out of this. And that thirst to travel, as she said, you know, people live to travel. I totally agree. I love to travel. I don't know if I live for it, but I definitely am. I'm on the fence of living it or just loving it. 
that's going to come back. And when it does come back, I think it's going to come back strong and quick. Um, so you got to hold on to make sure you're there for the rebound. And, and while we didn't talk about a lot of this, I think it, a lot of it is going to be your cost structure, your cash flow. Um, and then these other things, the next thing she said was stay connected. So you have to stay connected to your consumers and your audience. Right now, they may not be thinking of uh, traveling uh, and booking their flight and buying all the things they need to to go with uh, that travel, uh, but they will someday. So you have to stay connected uh, to your key audience and your customers. And Renee outlined some really great ways she's doing that through charities uh, and also through uh, product development and cultivation, bringing in a, an entire new, creating a whole new category in her store and on her website uh, for travel health. And then making sure she has cultivated great products that fit her audience in that category. So hold on, stay connected and stay relevant. Make those pivots. What a great conversation. I learned a ton uh, and, and you can tell Renee loves what she's doing. And I bet that has a tremendous uh, impact on her business. So Renee, thank you again for joining me and listeners, thank you for joining me as well. If you need any help and you want some, you want an expert to look at your program and, and your affiliate marketing and give you uh, a quick 15 minute look, uh, I would love to help. I've made uh, my Fridays available. You can go to calendly.com slash Jamie Birch. Uh, and set up a time with me. I would love to spend time with you and answer any questions, help you get through our current challenge as well. And you can also email gethelp at jebcommerce.com if you'd like help managing your program or you just have a question you need answered. We are here to help you. We truly are in this together. So please do not hesitate to contact us. And hey, if you'd like this podcast, share it in social media, put it out on Facebook and Twitter, but also log into Apple and Stitcher and Spotify and and give us a review, uh, give us a five star. And if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast, I would love to have you. You can email me at gethelp at jebcommerce.com too. Thank you for listening.